It's the Separate the Two Podcast. I'm your boy, O-King Johnny. Oh, Johnny. O-H underscore Johnny with my co-host. So you and you stepchild, G motherfucking deck. And bitch, I look better than Rick James. I look better than Rick James. Separate two. I put it like this. I think if it wasn't for the show and promoting the show or whatever, right. I'd probably be done with, with social media. Yeah, definitely. Separate a lot of regular ass chicks that's got a lot of followers. hundreds of thousands. You know what I'm saying? All the ones that's got big, they insta, they uh, OnlyFans, right? Or well, they didn't so, show their ass at some point in time. Separate Oh, uh, what was your first pet's name? He's like, oh, I had a pet. This is my pet. <laughs> but you don't realize, you know what I'm saying? This is all the shit they ask you on them little security joints. You know what I'm saying? When you're feeling out shit. And you like that. Crazy. Oh, Still tired. Come on, y'all, you gonna drive and smoke? Yeah, I just wanna look at that back here, man. Yeah, yeah. Smoke. Yeah. Yo, what's going on? What's this? Oh, yo, put that out, man. Five oh, coming. Man. Look at that. Oh, that man, that you got your license, man? Good afternoon, fellas. How you doing, officer? All right, how you doing? We okay. Hey, look, can I see your license and registration, please? Right, so what do we do, officer? Yeah, what you do, you're down 135 miles an hour for 17 miles. Let me see your license and registration. All right, is it all right if I get in my pocket and... Uh, hold up, hold up. Put your goddamn hands right for me. Hey, look, goddammit, I ain't talking to you. And who's this goddamn Gumez fella you got in the back seat up there? He's a friend of ours. You find something so goddamn funny, don't you? I'm saying, officer. I'm saying, though. Hey, look, Willie, come on up here. Cover these boys. Oh, they looking oh. funny. You got any guns and drugs in this car? No, sir. You ain't got none of that? No, sir. You got to have something in here. Oh, I smell goddamn saying, marijuana man. all the way from down there. Come on, listen, officer, man, listen. No, you, know you listen to, to me. You listen to me. Officer, I'm Black Rob. Black Rob, how you doing? I'm White Cop. Now get the fuck out the car. Yeah, yeah, what's going on, shorty? What's going on, baby? Could you, could you read us a dog story? I mean, a life story? Yeah, sure, why not? Don't get the dog Once upon a time, not long ago, when I was out of town moving work with zone, I used to bring my oh niggas to the And niggas with you, the burners on the down beat off. You think or you jealous? Yeah, that was my Well, I'll stop by saying, look at that y'all beers. Y'all make me feel real young. Shit. Hey. Hey, you only got a couple more hours of this. Yeah, a couple more hours. What you be? You be dying your joint? Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Cause I don't like the I don't oh. no, I don't like I keep the, the front gray. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But I don't like uh-huh. the patches. So until oh. that shit starts, yeah. I know you be dying your yeah, joint. Now everybody know. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> 
that chin is that chin is mighty great. Yeah, I like, but I like that. I like the front great. Like that's that's my signature. The ladies like it too. The ladies like it too. I, I, y'all make me feel real young. I was I was complaining about my gray hairs the other day, and I'm looking at y'all. I'm like, shit, I'm doing good. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> now you gotta let it grow that's up. A sign You'll of wisdom, see it. brother. That's a, that's a sign of wisdom. Oh, I know, I know. But yeah. I, I I just Rock cut my beard down. I'm not trying to see all that. <laughs> can y'all see me all right? Do I need to turn the light on? No, we can see. I you. can see you just fine. You can take your shirt. Okay, cool. Hey, why, why you joking? Why you joking? I had to go put some pants on before y'all got on here. This ain't, this ain't the separate the two only fans page. Hey, stood up I had to go no put some pants on them. quit. You, you know I stay moving around naked. But anyway, I like Melvin. <laughs> it's the separate the two podcast. Uh, we are back. I'm your boy Old King Johnny with my co-host G Deck, and we got a special guest in the house. Go ahead and let them know who y'all and plug the hey, show. Hey, Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast, original U and U podcast yes, member, sir. and I um, appreciate you guys sharing your platform with me once again. Of course, everybody should be following me on Instagram at Unprocessed underscore Knowledge. Let me help you guys out. U N. E R O D E S S E D underscore K N O W L E D G E. You can follow me on Instagram. Click my link tree in the bio. You can access my podcast and all three of my books. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Glad you, uh, oh, man. Glad you spelled that out because you know I listen to this from the GED section. So. <laughs> Sometimes we need a little bit of help. I try to I try to make it plain. I try to make it plain. <laughs> oh, I want to say it's good to see you, Scotty. Always. Um, for this is your second appearance on the Separated Two yeah. podcast. Yes, my second appearance. Yes. You were I, you I you pop were up on once a year like like Dr. <laughs> Omar. You ain't company no more. You were on right. He was on here maybe about a year ago yeah. or so. That um, sounded about right. Oh no, it couldn't have been a year, but. Very early on in the show, cause we are, we're not a year old. Yet, oh dang! Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but now we're not a year yeah. old yet. But very early in the show, um, it seems like we've been well, we have been recording for years, right, just right. not as separated two. But unprocessed knowledge is a part of the UNU network. Um, Deck, you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah, it was just you know just the the UNU network is home of all of the podcasts that, that the guys had. That, um, that's birthed out of. That's birthed out of unproductive and unapologetic. Right, which is still alive, but you know, everybody doing a separate thing, like no edition. So I figured, you know, <laughs> we bring we create a platform to where everybody can access all the shows just on the network, you know, and keep it moving. Support everybody. All in the same place. You know what I'm saying? We all support each other. We all keep it moving and looking to add future podcasts and things to the to the network. So if you uh if you got some shit you wanna talk about, come on, holler at us. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and all you guys, not just separate the two, but three stars, two bars, a taste to consider, myself, uh, the original UNU podcast, we all have been putting out some fantastic content, yeah. especially you guys. I listen to you guys' show. I'll be thinking, damn, I got to step my game nah, up. Uh, Y'all <laughs> taking this thing nah, to a whole Everybody's been on the road lately. <laughs> it, it definitely has been. You can tell the difference. I think everybody finding their yeah. pocket and then it's starting to flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta love to see it, you right. know? Love the diversity that the group brings. Yes. 
Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, since we're here, fellas, I guess we could talk about um, all that's going on. Um, first, I we, want, we were on us. Yeah, oh, go ahead. We, yeah, because we, we've been gone for a little while, which is par- yeah, partially my sure. fault. But last week. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Well, I'm going to take the blame. I for think I need. I, I think I kind of needed a break. Oh, okay. And I know you be in your bag. You be ready to go. Yeah, but I, I'm going to explain yeah. why. We're going to talk but, about uh, it. Last week. Um, it was a long week for me. So my so last week my young my middle daughter got sick, and um, cause usually you know my my middle daughter is the the vibrant one. You know what I'm saying? She's live all the time. So I had them staying with I let them stay with their friend during the week because their mom was out of town. You know, and they still in homeschool. So to have somebody there with them, you know, say throughout the day, they stay with their friend or whatever. So um, now my middle daughter always texts in all caps, like whenever you know, say it's good morning, all caps, good night, all caps, like everything she texts is all caps because that's just how she is. Like she just always, you know, full of energy. So I think it was Monday. I think it was Monday morning. She had texts and it wasn't in all caps. So I was like, damn, you know, what I'm saying no all caps today. And she was like, uh, I don't mm. feel good. So I was like, of course, you know, I'm like, damn, what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, mm. so I got allergies beginning of spring. That's when my shit hit hard. Like, throughout the year, I'm fine. But beginning of spring is when my shit is like on a thousand. <clears throat> and then it fucks with my asthma sometimes. So it's kind of hard for me to breathe. So, okay. of course, she inherited all that shit from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The one okay. child <laughs> inherited all of that shit from me. So, when she was saying it, wow. I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? What's up? She was like, oh, you know, I just feel down, this and that. You know, she was, I was like, all right, well, you know, take some medicine. You know what I'm saying? You know, let me know how you feel around lunchtime. So, around lunchtime, she mm-hmm. te- I text her uh, younger sister because they two peas in the pods. Like, you know, they, they stick together. So, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Just okay. keep your eye on your sister. Let me know, you know what I'm saying, if she's doing all right. So, lunchtime came. She was like, she was doing better. I was like, all right, that's what's up. So she texted me at night, and she was like, yeah, you know, I feel better or whatever. I was like, okay, you know, just, you know, stay on your meds and stuff. Because she take her meds, you know, she had her asthma pump and stuff. She, so I was like, all right, you know, let me know. So I wake up Tuesday morning. The lady she was staying with texted me. was like, nah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, take her to the doctor, you know, because... Her son got okay. asthma, so she was like, I can kind of see. She was like, I don't like what I see. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, better, you know what I'm saying, safe to start, you know, go ahead. So I talked to the doctor, you know, gave him consent to do what they had to do or whatever. So we texted, you know, she keeping me updated, and then she was like, you know, they was talking about, you know, giving her shots and all this other shit or whatever. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. she, this is the scary daughter. So I'm like, all right. Let me head up there because I know shit about to go left. Like, y'all talking about shots and shit. I know she about to go crazy. Right. So, long story long, uh, her, her her asthma was real bad, you know, so they wanted to keep her, you know. She looked better when I got there, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they wanted to keep her or whatever. Now, I'm a I'm a, a father's father, I guess you could say. I'm, okay. I'm not the parent you call, the school going to call first, you know what I'm saying? That ain't me. You know, something go wrong in school. You ain't calling me, you know. You calling the mom. I'm I'm that kind of parent, you know. Doctors' okay. appointments, I ain't taking them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But <laughs> yeah, anything know. else, you know, I'm just that, that's you. just that's the kind of father I am. So of course, <laughs> we I'm in there. You know, doctors coming in, introduce themselves. They asking me questions. 
about, oh, you know, what about this and this? And I'm just sitting there like, shit. I don't know none of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, of course, they, and she's 13, you know what I'm saying? So she's old enough to kind of tell what's going on. Now, my daughter is in such a hurry to get out of there because they got practice this that, at night. You know what I'm saying? Dance practice. She, oh, that's all, that's she all she's about. thinking about. <laughs> bro. but the way she was answering these questions, <laughs> first I was like, all right, you about to get us locked up because <laughs> you the, the stuff you're saying, like it, it just don't make sense. I'm like, where are you even getting this stuff from? She talking about she been... She had her. She takes her inhaler three times a day for her whole life, and I'm just like, nigga, you just got the pump last month, like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to kind of intervene. I was like, listen, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell y'all what's going on or whatever. Because then she talking the way she was talking, like, oh man, I just woke up and I felt weak and all this, and I'm like, bro, you got COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, bro, like, wow. but the way she's answering these questions, it just don't sound like the way we talked about it. So, you know, I had okay. to break it down for the doctors. I'm telling them everything. So we kind of finally get it straight. Of course, they gave her a test. They came back negative or whatever. But so. So she, so she didn't no, have no, COVID. No, she didn't. She no, didn't uh, but, but that's how but she that's her, her asthma, you know, it's real bad. But so when they left out, I gotcha. said, listen. I said, I know you want to go home, right? I said, but you got to sell this. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you want to go home, you got to answer these questions the right way. Oh, they going to keep us in this bitch for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, just answer yep. the questions. <laughs> like, she don't want to answer certain questions. It's just like, nah, bro, just like answer this shit so we can, you know what I'm saying, go home or whatever. But I say all that to say, <laughs> I realize I got to do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. <laughs> and I think we all came to the conclusion, like, Dad is probably not the one you want to be left alone with. <laughs> and thank goodness for the lady because had you, you know what I'm saying, had she been home, you know, I'd have just been like, hey, take some Theraflu. You know what I'm saying? That's my answer for everything. You know what I'm saying? Take some Theraflu. Yeah. Chill out. Theraflu. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, her breathing was, was bad. But, they, you know, they got her back and she was 100%. The, the, the next, Well, that night they kept saying, well, you sound better, you look better, whatever, but we're going to keep you here, you know, just to uh, monitor or whatever. So once we got settled, right, right. you know, once she kind of realized she ain't going to practice, we kind of got settled. They we took they took us to another hospital. The room was better, you know. what I'm saying I got to pull the couch out because at first I'm looking at, and this is another thing too. I know I'm rambling, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you <this>, do. <laughs> now, I I don't I don't consider myself tall. You know, what I'm saying I know people do, but I don't really consider myself tall. But hospitals got to understand that we are adults, <laughs> like. We can't sleep yeah. on a couch, like you know, a small little love seat thing. Like, give us the the right. long, like expand this motherfucker. Like, you know, people are, <laughs> you know, people got to spend the night. I'm just, I'm looking at this couch, like, bro, this about to be a long night. But then the lady was like, yeah, you yeah. can pull it out, and it kind of folded down, so it kind of gave me a little bit more room to kind of angle myself. But I'm just like, come uh-huh. on, y'all, like, and why don't they give you blankets? Like, why they give you that thin ass blanket when the hospital is like thirty <laughs> below zero? You know, so they keep it frozen in there. And then they give you this yep. thin ass blanket like you're supposed to get comfortable. I was just yeah, I had a yep. I was pissed. I ain't I ain't had no you, liquor. You probably you know what I'm I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> calm myself. I'm just sitting there. They did I didn't have no food because um at the at the joint they gave you the menu, but she could pick out anything from the menu. But mm-hmm. the guest gets what they give you. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to pick shit. They just give you whatever oh, wow. that day is, you taking that shit. And I think it was like some Country fried, some 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 wild shit that I was not eating. So I was like, yeah, this ain't this is just <laughs> this, this ain't it. But I'm glad it's over. You, you couldn't dip. 
You couldn't dip No, out so and that's somewhere? another thing. So of course when I first got there I had the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then the bathroom in there, you know, it's too ain't no fan Bad in there. Day. Me and me and my daughter in there examining the bathroom, like, bro, ain't no fan. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't shit in here because, you know, we gotta live with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I asked. I left out. I asked him where the bathroom. I told him I wanted to go to the cafeteria, but I, you know, what I'm saying, wandered around. I ended up finding a public bathroom. Used that. Came back. So later on, you know, once you know, what I'm saying, we got settled. Realized we was gonna be there. Of course, the lady coming in was. Well, since we gave her the COVID test and we didn't get the results back, you know, we kind of want you to stay in the room and not really walk around. You know, just until we get the results back. So of course, now I'm stuck in the room. <laughs> so I couldn't wow. go nowhere. Yeah, it was just. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad it's yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine having to go to the hospital in these times. Yeah, just and I hate together. you know I hate <laughs> I hate doctors' offices and I hate hospitals because I start feeling sick. You know, what I'm saying that's another reason why mm-hmm. I don't really go. But so I'm sitting in there. You know, I'm feeling I'm, now. I'm starting to feel bad. I'm like, damn, am I warm? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this a cough? Like, yeah, yeah I hate the hospitals. Oh man, yeah. I'm glad yeah. it's over. I'm glad it's over too, man. And I was just sitting here thinking, I'm like, Dad, I know when when my kids go to the doctors or whatever, their mom always give me a rundown of everything that happened, everything they talked <laughs> about, good. what's going on. You're going to have to start getting that rundown. Yeah, but the, luckily, <laughs> the, the, the thing that saved me is they just went to the doctors last month. So okay. everything they was kind of asking, I was like, well, yeah, they up to date. They just went, you know, they this and that. So that mm-hmm. part was fine. But knowing the doctor... Uh, which pharmacy and all? I don't know none of that shit. <laughs> oh, do you know for yourself? No, no. Somebody, somebody, somebody asked me the other day what my doctor they was. I was like, I don't, I don't. Right, know. is that Anybody a fake? I be texting them and right. <laughs> Yeah, no. yeah. People know their doctors. I'm like, I do not remember yeah. his name. Scott, you know your doctor? Yeah, I do. If you. <laughs> Because I, I go to the same doctor all the time, so I, okay. I know everything. And I, and I do, too, but I, I couldn't tell you his name yeah. to save my life. I, I ain't been to the doctor since I uh, was birthed. <laughs> he, oh, are you serious <laughs> or you play? Because <laughs> I don't know. Next time he going to see Greg, me is on my way out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know, Greg think dirt, third flu will cure anything. In Hennessy. Cancer. In Hennessy. <laughs> telling you. Third flu in Hennessy, bro. You can't go wrong. That's some crazy stuff. Well, Hilarious. We're, we're talking about hospital and all that. We didn't get a chance to uh, give our rest in peace to uh, Black Rob. And um, yeah, man. Uh, Want to give a moment of silence real quick? Let's give a moment of silence for Black Rob. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't got nothing for Black. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for yeah, you to I do so. I, I wasn't prepared this time. <laughs> But I do have a funny he had story. Like a liver issue, liver or kidney issue? How do you how do you pass? I I never caught. Did you? Did you nah, know I, have, was, I, just, okay? I just know when we remember when DMX was in the hospital. That's the first time I even knew that Black Rob was sick when they yeah. had posted the picture of him in the hospital. I'm like, damn, he looked bad. And then when they when he passed, yeah. they played the video that he had. That somebody was recording him and making him talk because you could tell he didn't want to do it. But that's when I realized mm-hmm. that I was like, damn, he looked bad, like real bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that that whole bad boy Rossum done about checked out. They even <laughs> dead or locked up. But baby. you know the the uh, a funny story about that. So my man at work, uh, his name was Rob. You know, so at uh-huh. first we had two Robs, and they both had the same initials R G. So 
I call him Black Rob. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it is funny. Another thing too, it's funny because when people at work be like, "Oh, you say Rob," and I be like, "Which one, black or white?" And they be looking at me like, "I can't say that." And I'm just like, "It's black." Like, <laughs> like they really making an issue with black. They look at me like, "Nigga," like it's the N word. Like, "Nigga," you know I can't say that. But anyway, <laughs> so I call him Black Rob. You know what I'm saying? Just to different differentiate the two. So of course when I got the the word the Black Rob pass, you know I'm texting y'all, I'm texting everybody, I'm like Black Rob pass, you know, just making sure everybody knew. My phone blowing up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, and it's Saturday, I think it was, right? It was Saturday. So my phone <laughs> I, blowing I up, and I'm just like, you know, I don't answer the phone when people call anyway. So I'm just like, why the fuck is people calling me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck's wrong with them? <laughs> It didn't dawn on me till one of the dudes text me and was like, "Oh my God, what happened to uh, what happened to Black?" You know this and that. I said, "Bro, I looked at my phone and it dawned on me. Everybody think I'm talking about him, my man Black Rob at work." Yeah, I said, "Bro, go to bed, bro." I like niggas calling me, so I finally picked up the phone for one person. And he like, "Man, oh my!" I said, "Bro, do not." I said, "Listen, if you ask me or you." Thinking about black, I'm going to hang up this phone. I'm like, my text would have been, first of all, I would have called you. You know what I'm saying? And then my text would have been right. a little bit more, you know, <laughs> like. Right, yeah. right, right, right. But it didn't know everybody was calling me, like, you know, shocked. And I'm just like, no. Because they thought your coworker right. had passed away. I, I was like, great. I was like, come on, bro. I was like, do better. It's like, yeah, everybody was kind of upset yeah. about that well, it was it was a controversy uh, around it because I guess he was hurting for money at the time, and people felt like Diddy should have been doing something about his money woes. And I was just curious of what you guys think about that. Like, do you think that's Diddy's responsibility, or you know, or should he do it just because? Or well, even well. though even though uh, it later came out that he was. Um, have, he was talking back and forth with Black Robin trying to help any way he can. But let's say he wasn't. Do we feel like that's his responsibility? I don't feel like it's necessarily his responsibility. But um, I did learn that Black Rob did have to put up a GoFundMe to try to pay his medical bills. And I, I understand how it may seem. Not knowing what Puff Daddy do behind the scenes, I understand how people looked at it as being a little bit hypocritical. As to after Black Rob died, you know, Puff Daddy would post something, um, you know, commemorating the relationship that he had with Black Rob, this, that, and the third. But mm -hmm. at the same time, this man had to put up a GoFundMe to pay his medical bills. So if you had such an enduring relationship with this dude, why didn't you help him out if he was in a position to help him out? So I understand mm -hmm. how people would look at that and think that's kind of hypocritical uh, to do. Um, Puffy being very wealthy and Black Rob falling on hard times and he can't, you know, you got to put up a GoFundMe to pay your medical bills. But and then at, at the at the same esteem, Puff Daddy is after he passes, he's posting things saying, you know, rest in peace and I'm gonna miss you and this, that, and the third. So I, I, I imagine a lot of people probably felt like, well, maybe if you would have opened up your wallet and helped him out, maybe he would still be right. here. Okay. Not saying okay. that would be the case, but okay. I understand how people would feel that way. Okay. So right. well, I I definitely felt like that he should have been doing more for black to to for him not to even be in a position that he was in and i only say that because now who knows how their relationship ended you know what i'm saying or, or how they parted ways but i know black rob's run on bad boy was a, was a big one i think rob played a, a big part of keeping that ship afloat especially when big passed 
and I feel like it's certain. I mean, certain artists. You know, what I'm saying like I, you you shouldn't have to look out for the entire roster. But people like Black Rob, of course, Mace. You know, they kind of had they fallen out or whatever. But Mace, you know, what I'm saying of course, Big people. Uh, maybe Faith Craig Mack too. You know, what I'm saying just certain artists. I feel okay. like that he should. Not just give money out to all the time, but yeah, keep keep in contact with you know if something come up. Oh, you know, let me see what I can do. Let me help you, you know, to better yourself a little bit, you know. But I definitely felt like Black Rob was one of them people that he should have looked out for. Okay, but okay. who knows how so, their relationship was? Because I don't, I don't even remember how, you know, w- w- what the issue was if they even had one. But maybe that played a part. I don't know. But do do so? Are we saying that Black Rob made no money during his career? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no Puffy, I mean, probably didn't. We done, yeah, we, we we done heard quite a few things about you know Puff Daddy and his business dealings. Okay. Um, with his okay. with his artists. So I, I don't know if I don't know what Black Rob made. I don't know what type of arrangement he had. But okay, you know if 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 this is. Some if this was your artist, if this was someone who you genuinely cared about, and maybe and if you know he's in this situation, why not help? Him? Why not help him out? Yeah, because I'm not. That's just you know. I'm not really mad. On. I mean, mad when it comes to contracts. You know what I'm saying? Because people read shit. You should read shit. You know, you sign what you sign. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. as a just on a friendship level, I felt like you know maybe he should have kept in contact. You know, especially if he on hard times. Even if he was working at Walmart, you know, that ain't your business. You know what I'm saying? He can go work at Walmart. But the man's sick. You know, he down. I felt, I thought they was a little closer than to let him kind of be out here on his own. Just on the friendship level. Got you. Got you. Okay. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I feel, I'm the type of person, um, if I got it, I'm a help. Mm. That, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also growing to learn that everybody is not going to operate like me. Everybody's not going to think like me. Is that wrong? It, you know, and that's that's what I always have to, I guess, work out in my mind. Like, okay, I know what I would do, but if somebody won't do it that way, is that necessarily wrong? You know what I'm saying? Because I imagine you guys too, if you had it, and and a friend was in need. You would help right. them out. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, you used to work for, you know, Dodge Motors. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't work there no more. And and they liked you and, and thought you was a great person, but they wasn't going to throw no money, extra money out there to help you when you was in. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah, like, But the true. wild part mm-hmm. is the hotel, they might. If you think about it, you know what I'm saying? If you, okay. like if I worked Talk at Target them. for a long time and I I was kind of in contact or whatever, and they felt, they heard that I was on hard time, if I made them some money, you know, I think they would, you know, kind of look out. Okay. Just even throw a couple hundred on the GoFundMe or something, you know, I feel like they would do something if we had some kind of relationship. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel like, I, I mean, if, if he, if, if Puffy got it like he say he do, it, it's nothing. Yeah. It's to me. I, I feel like it's nothing. I see you. I see you spend money on nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like big money on nothing. It's 
it's just a human thing to do. And like like Scott was pointing out, you know, if you posted that y'all had such this right. close relationship, you know what I'm saying? But that's the one big question I always had about Puffy. And I think if I could get the answer to this question, it would it would give me a better ground to judge Puffy on. I want to know what has he's done. What has he done for Big's mom? That's a good question. Good question. Right. <laughs> but because I, I feel like if I had that answer, yeah. that would give me a gauge on how to really. But I feel him. just because I haven't heard anything from his mom or his kids that he's doing a, doing something for him. You know, oh, he has done something because I think they would be but a lot a real vocal when it comes. But I think. I think Big, Big is a special. Mom don't seem like the. I don't think Big Mom is the type that would would even accept. Yeah, I don't you think she almost have to. Yeah, exactly. Force it but on. I, I think he. I would imagine that he's paying attention enough to make sure she's straight. You know what I'm saying? Like you okay. ain't gonna wake up one day and be like, "Oh, Big Mom in the hospital," and, and Diddy ain't. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's keeping enough gotcha. tabs on her and the kids to make sure everybody's still afloat. But I feel like that's a that's a one in a lifetime relationship. Them two. And I don't expect him okay. to treat his other artists that way, you know. And I, but, but if he wasn't doing right, then for you don't mom, expect that would say a, that was yeah, that would say a lot about right. him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, but we go ahead. Scott. I, I was just gonna say, well, John, now that you brought that up, I mean, obviously Biggie has passed, but besides Biggie, who is still around Puff? Was with him back in when he made his nineties, right? Is Not what type of relationship do we have with Lil Kim? What type of relationship do we have with Mace? Do we have a relationship with the Locks? Do we have a relationship with Total? Do we have a relationship with Faith? Do we have a relationship with One Twelve? Do we have you know who else? Yeah, it don't he, seem like all he his did. producers, all his hitmen, <laughs> all the, you then, know. But then who, he pieced it up with, with the Locks or something. Yeah, yeah then I he think pieced they cool. it up with them or something, mm -hmm. and I think they worked out some money stuff too. I'm sure. Okay. Um, that's yeah, admirable. Yeah, so. so I guess yeah. my question would be: Was Puffy real? Re, did Puffy really have a tight knit friendship with these guys, or were mm -hmm. these guys besides Biggie were right. these guys just artists on his label? Yeah. That's and what that I'm saying. Happened a very long time right. ago. Yeah. You know, this is 2021, so we're talking about the late 90s. Right. So yeah. obviously, if we never really had a tight knit friendship, I'm not going to be checking up on you over the next 20 years. You was just. Somebody that I worked with 20 yeah. years ago. Not saying that I hate you. Or not yeah. saying that I have anything against you. But we just was never really tight friends to begin with. And that's why I use the working for an old company analogy. Because the people at your old company don't hate you. You know right. what I'm saying? But it's like, exactly. but, you know, like, but I'm not going to, you know, take food off my table to, to feed you. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I don't, I don't know enough about Puffy to really gauge yeah. it. But again, like I said, if it was me, right. I'm doing it. Right. I'm like, what can I do to exactly. help? Exactly. You know and I don't, I don't expect him to be, you know, in contact with him every day or whatever. But word of mouth, you know, things, things travel. And, you know, Diddy, of course, yeah. is going to get the word, you know what I'm saying, before we do. And I don't yeah. expect him to give money like, hey, you know what I'm saying, take this $20,000 check. And, nah. But, you know, if you, I, this man talking about he was damn near homeless, you know what I'm saying, or, or let me pay for rehab. You know what I'm saying? A little shit like that. Yeah. Like, I don't expect a handout, yeah. but at least try to keep him afloat, especially in these times. You know, we losing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And who's to say so, he didn't? He might have. have. He might have. Over the years, he might have. And he might have blew And I was just about to say, and, and Diddy's 
defense, Curry did come out and say that Puffy was in contact with Black Robin. They had been talking back and forth. So whatever okay, was that's, discussed. That's great worked, to hear. Yeah, whatever was discussed or worked out uh, between them, you know, that's between them. Right. But I was kind of glad to hear somebody come out and say, yes, he has made contact and has put forth an effort. To you. To um, you know, help in the situation, but and while we on it, and I know we don't want to stay here too long. When you're someone who has the power and influence that Puff Daddy has in the entertainment business, it's not even to the point where, well, let me just cut you a check or let me just pay for it. Puff Daddy has enough influence in the entertainment business. It's like, well, maybe I can make a few calls and I can get you a few shows. You know, yeah. you Black Rob, mm-hmm. you had a few hits. Maybe I can call some people. Maybe we can right. arrange a few shows. You know, you can do, you know, do this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. Maybe I can help you help yourself. It's not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Well, let me just right. cut the check every time. And he yeah, definitely he seemed like, like he was in no <laughs> condition to perform anything. And, if we mm, being honest, and did he definitely seem that that like that kind of person? Like, I ain't gonna give you no money. But I can I'm a I'm gonna reach out to these clubs and you go do these shows and if you don't show up that's on you you know what I'm saying I can see him being yeah. that kind of person right like I'm trying yeah, to help yeah, you but yeah. you got to help yourself at the same time or want to help yourself yeah 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 well let's hope Puffy did the right thing and rest in peace to Black Rob yeah um, rest in peace another one gone young man in it and so just thinking about that uh, what Black Rob was fifty something was it fifty fifty or fifty one. 5051 DMX was 55 I think it was. No, nah, DMX was 50. Oh, he was Dang. 50. Okay, so mm-hmm. 50. And man, I, I got to be honest with you. Um these last couple weeks just seeing all this going on in the world and seeing folk dying at 50 and 51 yeah. and you know, a friend of mine has lost uh six six of her family members this year, mm. four wow. in the four in the past month. Dang. And I'm thinking like, damn, I'm 41. You know what I'm saying? These people going, they nine years older than me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I've been going through this, um, I'm not going to call it depression, but just really feeling down and reflective. You know what I'm saying? To the point that, you know, I kind of found myself in a space where I was kind of regretting bringing kids into this world. I mean... Seeing all the stuff that's going on around us, hearing, you know, people's uh, going back and forth about different things, different topics, everything is, everybody's at war. And I was just like, damn, I'm like, yeah, I brought kids into this garbage. You know what I'm saying? And I was just curious, like, do y'all ever go through, you know, now Scott, I know you don't have no kids, but just, just in general, just... That we know bad of. feelings about the world, right? That we know, <laughs> but just bad feelings of the world. <laughs> Scott, so like he keep his kid in the, in the in the room for like twelve years, and only let him see daylight, <laughs> like powder. It's happening right now. Go study these books. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but just you know, I was wondering, like, man, do I? Am I the only one that feel this way? Like, just feel like, yo, shit is really fucked up out here. Uh, it's definitely a sad set of circumstances when you think about, you know, the conditions and, and the times that we living in today, especially being a black man in America. It, it, you know, it can get you down, but you can't let it get you down. You just got to oh, yeah, you, you yeah. keep on pushing. But, hey, man, you know, I've, I've definitely thought about it. Um, the, the state of the times that we living in, um, considering my age, considering, you know, I'm in the last half of my life. You know, the average age of a black man in America is 75 years old and I'm 40, yeah. which means, you know, I'm in the last half of my life. And um, I, I definitely um, let 
I like to live in reality. Right. <laughs> so I let I let the state of the reality that we live in, in you know, help shape my perspective. So yeah. you're definitely not alone. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just, man, I was like, I was like really going through it. Like just, just, you know, if if we even talk about the whole uh, Derek Chauvin situation, it was like, yo, we was literally sitting on the edge of our seats. Right. To see if a man was gonna get locked up for something but, that we watch right. him do but, live but, 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 on television. Before we, before we go down that rabbit hole, I will say this: when it comes to your your mindset, you know, I, I think a lot of people will will kind of let their mind get consumed by, like you said, everything that's going on. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I said it on here or not, but I know one day a couple of weeks ago I was at work. You know, somebody was like, "Hey, how you, you know, what I'm saying, what's up? How you doing?" I'm like, "Huh, I'm alright." And I caught myself. I was like, nah, I'm great. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and to your point, I feel like like the more my kids get older and I'm watching them do things, working, you know, kind of starting to f- find themselves. And it, it gives me a sense of relief. You know, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm, I'm doing a good job. You know, they give me a reason to to want to be here. I know a lot of people be like, on Mondays or Tuesdays, be like, man, is it Friday yet? And I'm like, bro, don't rush it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let let Friday yeah. let it build. You know what I'm saying? Take it in this day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't rush one o'clock. Don't rush time to get off. Like just enjoy the time we Absolutely. have here. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause Absolutely. and I'm I'm big on it could always be worse. You know, we all go through things. Yeah. We got problems. You know, but at the end of the day, somebody's going through it worse. And I kind of try to keep yeah. your mindset on on the positive. You know, people. And on a smaller scale, like people always talk about, oh, gas prices going up. Oh, you know, they're going to raise the taxes and shit like that. And I'm like, you know, it sounds bad, but I mean, we, we're we here. We're able to enjoy it. I don't look at gas prices because I know I got to get gas. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, it's just I don't really worry about, you know, like, oh, you know, this tax going to do that. And I'm like, bro, like we let's not focus on things we can't control. You know, I say that a lot. Like yeah. we can yeah. if you can control yeah. it. Don't let it get you down. And but you gotta especially in these times, the way things are being taken from us or people being taken from us, you just gotta enjoy the time that you hear. And I try my best to enjoy every single day like it's Friday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. Tuesday gonna be a Tuesday, you know what I'm saying? And it makes Friday better, makes Saturday better. You know what I'm saying? Like we just it's a mindset to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I've been I I've had this this back and forth, I actually have it going on now in my mind where versus, you know, do I want to send my kids to public school versus private mm-hmm. school? And I, I can't help but think like as a parent, it's important for me to, or I should say important for us to put our kids in a position mm-hmm. to not have to operate at the bottom, if that makes yep. sense. I feel like when you when you're at a certain um, level, financial, education wise, etc., you you can kind of it's 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 tough enough being a black person in America. Mm-hmm. It's even worse when you operating at, at the, the bottom. bottom. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I I have this strong desire to put my children in a position where they can operate up, sort of be. above the right. fray. Above the fray, which you should I, do. Yeah, and I think I think as um, like the incident recently that happened, and all I kept saying was, "Yo, where are the adults? Like, right. like 
what are the adults thinking? What are the adults' mindsets that they could sit back and watch children, right. young people, teenagers, children, in essence, just destroy themselves and knowing that, you know, you can't get anywhere in life operating at the bottom. It's, just, it's, it's, it's tough enough to be black in America. It's 20, 50 times worse when you have to operate from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? When you say the most recent incident, uh, are you talking about what happened to the young lady in, uh, in uh, Ohio? Uh, I, I think it was in Ohio. The young lady Ohio. that had the knife. Yeah, that was Ohio. I, I think that whole situation could have didn't even have to go right. as far as the police showing right. up. If adults, adults had operated like adults. Yeah. You know what but I'm I've saying? But I've noticed people, people have, I guess people have kids kind of at an early age. Like you, you never know when people have kids. Like people have kids and, and it kind of puts a hold on, I guess, whatever they was doing at the time or, or trying to do. So once mm-hmm. a kid gets of a certain age, they just feel like, okay, you know, I'm going to go live my life and I'm going to do this. I'm a, I'll, I'll get back to raising you at some point. But right now, I got to, you know, say kind of get back into it. And I've even, um, on, like kind of on the girl situation, um, I know my daughter before, you know, she was a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Always into some shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My daughter, mm-hmm. she ain't no, she ain't going to pick a fight, but she ain't going to run from it. You know what I'm saying? She ain't going looking right. for it, but she ain't backing down at all. Somebody come to her and say, hey, something said something to you, she about you. She going to go find out what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's just mm-hmm. her. You know what I'm saying? If somebody bullying somebody, she going to be the one that's going to step up or whatever. So anyway, a uh, situation that happened in, it's like four girls Came to the came to the crib one time. You know what I'm saying? Older older joints too. Mm-hmm. I guess it was somebody's sister or whatever. Came to the crib. You know what I'm saying? Try mm-hmm. try to fight or whatever, whatever. So you know what I'm saying? I come outside. I look. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? What's going on or whatever? You know? And they you know they try to run off or whatever. You know, like stand across the street or whatever. So I'm looking. I'm asking my daughter, was she home? I don't think she was home. So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? What's going on or whatever? So she kind of ran it down. So of course. Her mom came. You know what I'm saying? We went over to the parents' house. You know what I'm saying? We pull up to the parents' mm-hmm. house. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, they was one of them parents, you know, not really paying attention okay. to their kids. Okay. So, the mom came out, and, you know, my kid's mom is, is rowdy. You know what I'm saying? When they come to her kids, mm-hmm. she ain't playing no games. You know what I'm saying? She don't mind fighting mm-hmm. adults. She's she, the kids or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I'm the calm parent. You know, I'm the one that's, that's going to talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not intimidated mm-hmm. easily. You know what I'm saying? I know how to use my words mm-hmm. and... You know, so I do most of the talking in these situations. So, of course, you know, then the, then the boyfriend came out, you know, he kind of was a grin. But I had to tell them, I said, listen, I said, now you got these girls. I said, and I even told the girls this, you know, what I'm saying I know it's going to sound fucked up, you know, what I'm saying, but still. I was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got an issue with my daughter? That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Y'all at school, y'all on the bus, whatever you find, her, you, y'all handle y'all business. But I told her, I said, you don't come to somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? I said, when you come to somebody's house, you don't, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like people defend their houses. You know what I'm saying? I had to explain that to the to the mom and the and the boyfriend. He agreed, but I'm like, I got dogs in here. I got three other kids. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Make sure it's safe. Like anything could happen when you come to somebody's house. Like that's not safe. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling them like, don't let your kids. Like this could have went left. You know what I'm saying? I could have had weapons or anything or felt threatened. Anything could have happened. 
But I'm like, y'all not paying attention to your kids. And they're like, oh, yeah, you right. You could tell the mom looked like she had just kind of woke up or whatever. But I'm like, you got to watch your kids out here. You know, but as adults, yeah. you know, I take it to, to go talk to adults. You know, so I'm not going to talk to your kid too mm-hmm. much because, you know. Mm-hmm. But you got to explain to people, like, bro, watch your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. things could easily, my daughter could have came out there with a knife. You know what I'm saying? Or, or mm-hmm. anything. Like, it could have just been been bad. But, but, but these younger parents are just so with the shits. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's say everybody was like their mom. You know what I'm saying? My kid's mother. Everybody was mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, of course, you know, she out there. Everybody want to fight and everybody. But it takes me to kind of be like, listen, y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is silly. You know, we're right. adults. Let right. the kids, kids going to bicker or whatever. But let's talk as adults so we can stop this shit. Because if we don't yep. get involved. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, and I got, thankfully for the neighborhood, it was like we had parents on each corner or whatever who, who had the same sentiment and they knew to watch out for the kids or, you know what I'm saying, talk to the kids or, you know, I'm talking to your mom. Mm-hmm. Y'all around here acting crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, get it mm-hmm. together. But I've noticed that it's a lot of parents that are just not truly involved in their exactly. kids' lives. Exactly. And this, and to your point, just like you said, <clears throat> it could be a situation and your daughter come out in the, with a knife. That was bef- <clears throat> before we even get to the police showing up right. or any of that. My thing was, you know, when I initially saw it, I didn't know exactly what happened. I was just going off of what everybody mm-hmm. else was saying. But when I saw it, and I understand the outrage, and I'm, I'm, I'm not taking up for the cop or anything. That's why I don't even want to get to that part. I'm saying before we get to mm-hmm. that, the girl is in the house with adults. Adult. She called the police in the house. The girls were outside in the driveway. Fine. They came to your house. When is an adult going to say, no, you stay, stay inside. Your Let me go out here and tell these girls they need to move along. I've called the police, blah, right. blah, blah. The fact that adults allowed this girl to come out the house with a mm-hmm. knife. That, I'm like, that makes no this sense. This could have been, been completely, completely. avoided. All of this could have been completely avoided. And as adults, you know, going back to to me and, and being a parent, I'm just like, it's certain things that, like Greg said, we got to, like, this is stupid. stupid. This is stupid. stupid. We ain't 12 no more. <laughs> we're not 12 we're not no 18 more, no more. This shit ain't fun. It ain't and, cute. And we're responsible for younger people's lives that don't know no right. better. You know what I'm saying? They they once you bring kids into this world, they are your responsibility. Are your responsibility, right? You know, and if and if your kid is having problems or your kid needs help, get them the help they need, man. We got That's very important. We got to start doing better. I'm tired of seeing young people lose their lives over dumb shit. It's crazy, dumb mm-hmm. shit. I mean, when is enough enough? Talk to them, Scott. I was just going to say it's it's going to take work. I'm I'm not speaking. I'm speaking in general. I'm not speaking specifically to the situation that happened yeah, in Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I don't know all the details there. Like I, I didn't know she had adults in the house. I you know I only know the little bit of limited bit of information right. of what I what I heard and what I saw online. But going back to what Greg said, something that was very important. How you talked about other families in the neighborhood had the same mindset as you, thinking we got to look out for these right. kids. Mm-hmm. It. We have recently lost all but all structure in the community. The sense of a community structure has all but been destroyed in 2021. That's true. And that is what you need 
outside of the family structure, you need a community structure. Because yes. like you said, you know, Greg can't can't be home 24 hours a day. Yep. But within the community, when you see a group of young people doing something wrong, other adults have to step, other reasonable adults have to step in and say, hey, y'all can't be doing this. I know your parents, I'm going to call them. I know your parents, I know your mom don't play that. I'm going to call them, I'm going to call them. Mm-hmm. Y'all kids, we not doing that right. here. Mm-hmm. You know, we the community structure is important in order to keep these kids safe so we don't have to call the police. Because when you call the police on anybody black, you're calling the executioner because ain't no telling right. who they're going to exactly. shoot as soon as they exactly. come up. Exactly. So the adults in the neighborhood, we have to fellowship with one another. We have to get yep. to know one another. We ain't got to yep. be best friends. Right. We ain't got to be drinking buddies. We don't have to hang out every Saturday and Sunday and do X, Y, and Z. But we got to get to know each other. I live here. You live right. there. You live on the block. We all got kids. All our kids go to the same school. Let's yes. at least be civil. Right. So yep. if we have to come together and handle the situation, my kids know who you are. Mm-hmm. Your kids know who I and am. They don't think I'm twice. Be, with strangers. I'm not mm-hmm. dealing with strangers. There'll be a sense of respect. And kids will think twice when they, they doing you, shit because they know they being there you, watched. There you go. Because there you the, go. The other thing that you have to work on eliminating, and this comes with what Scott is saying, getting to know your neighbors. Because in our community, we know the first thing you're gonna hear is. Who are you to say so and so to my right, child? Right, exactly. right, and that's the that's the reason why a lot of people don't get involved. That's why people could see something about to happen to your mm-hmm. child, and they don't say nothing because they don't want to deal with you coming with the who said what to my right. child and who you don't you know. And so, like Scott said, that community thing is so important. And even I have to work on it because I'm the type that I really don't. Get to know my yeah. neighbors. I don't really kind of the same bother way. my neighbors. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of like, you know, I, you know, wave right. and pass it, but I don't, but, but in order, I mean, in my community now, it's not a lot of little kids. My, my kids might be the only little kids in my neighborhood, but, but what you're saying is so on point, And that's the difference that our parents had Definitely. when they were young versus how it is now. It takes a village. The saying is 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 not just for cliche. It's true. It takes a village to raise children. And I'm like, at what point, at a, as like you said, as a community that we understand, you can't call the police for all your situations. Definitely. Can. You know what I'm saying? And Once not... Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, John. No, I just want to say once you establish a sense of community in the neighborhood, yes. the men in the neighborhood can handle certain issues. Right. You don't I necessarily to have to call that. the police. Exactly. All yeah. right. If old yep. boy across the street is acting a fool, whipping up on his lady, you don't necessarily have to, to call that. the cops. The men Absolutely. in the neighborhood could go over there and take right. care of that situation. Absolutely. Kids acting up. Um, little little Ray Ray and them decide they want to hit the corner and do things they ain't supposed to do. The men mm-hmm. in the neighborhood can handle that situation. You ain't you don't have to call the police right. to ruin these brothers' lives or possibly get them killed. Yeah, and even even as adults, I remember being young, growing up, and and seeing older guys or, or what we what we would call OGs. They would tell if they were about to do something, take your ass in the house. You know, go in the house or. You know, if they knew something was coming, some type of danger was coming, take your yeah. ass out. Why are you out here so and late? And we don't have... <laughs> so you supposed to be in Exactly. The what you doing right. out... Yeah, what you doing out here this Grown time of night? Time. We don't have that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. And and it saddens me because I don't know... You know, we... And I say this all the time on every show I've been on. We're great at talking about the problem. We, we have to start finding solutions and acting on these solutions. Right. You know what I mean? And it just saddens me because I don't. I'm like I don't know what is it. What else 
that's that has to happen for us to come to this realization, man. Because this is getting out of it's been out of hand. I shouldn't say getting. <laughs> this is out of hand. It's out of hand. And it's it's just really unfortunate. It just is really unfortunate. Another but, thing that we go gotta ahead. do, one last thing that we gotta do, especially when it comes to these young people, we have to instill in them. Don't think you have to act out or try to be like everything you see trending right. on social media. Absolutely. You look at the people fighting on social media, acting crazy, acting a damn fool. Don't do that. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> just because it's get, just just because something gets a lot of views and, and it's trending, don't 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 make it right and right. don't make it cool to do. They, it. Don't don't yeah. imitate. And that. they don't have the luxury that we had growing up, where what we did was private. You know what I'm saying? We might have acted a fool outside or mm-hmm. whatever, but it was private. And like I was telling my kids, like social media is is going to ruin y'all because everything yep. you post, you know, what I'm saying everything you you post on this, it's forever. yeah, it's forever. And jobs are starting looking at shit like this. You know, what I'm saying you you're developing a mm-hmm. reputation that that mm-hmm. that's going to precede you. You know, what I'm saying like you got to be careful of the stuff you put out here in the world. We didn't have that problem. You know, what I'm saying it was yeah, word of absolutely. mouth when we when we was young. You know, so you might have heard, yep. "Oh, he a bad kid," or "He such and such," or "He did this," but you didn't have proof. But now they post everything on social media. Now it's like when you grow up and you thinking, "I didn't left that behind." Nah, they gonna pull it up mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, well, you know, what I'm saying I kind of seen your your profile." You know, uh, you know, they gonna start judging you before you even walk through the door. Mm-hmm. So you got to be you careful. A thousand percent right. Mm-hmm. You a thousand percent right. And what's even scarier, the world is changing so rapidly. Your 13 year old daughter in about five years, she's going to go on a job interview. They're going to be able to pull up everything, everything she ever tweeted, everything right. she ever posted, everything she ever said. And mm-hmm. who knows what the world will be like. by you know, by then they, they may look at a tweet and be like, what'd you say about bald headed people? Right. Right. You, 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 you choking on people. You, you know, bald heads matter. We don't we don't stand for that here. You know, bald head <laughs> right. lives matter. You talking about bald headed people. We don't stand for bald headed right. here. So you can't get this right. job. So yeah, anything absolutely. you say could come back to home. And you, if you absolutely. notice it all the time, especially with these athletes, you know, what I'm saying when they when they about to go to the draft or something, somebody go back five years ago, find a tweet where mm-hmm. let's say you 18 now. Five years ago, you was 13. You know, what I'm saying and you might have said mm-hmm. something just thinking it was funny at the time. Mm-hmm. Now times didn't change, so this tweet look a little bad. You know what I'm saying? It was like, dang, yeah, now you got exactly. character issues. You know what I'm saying? Now they try to stay uh-huh. away from you because like you bring in trouble. But at 13, you thinking, oh, I'm good. You know, I'm a kid, and yep. you putting it out there. But that's that out there. Don't go nowhere. It's gonna stay there forever. Remember, remember that happened with our quarterback. He had when he was like 15, he had tweeted something about uh, the N word mm. or something, and that's the first thing came up at draft. Yep. They was like, you know. How do you feel this is going to play out in the locker right, room exactly. where you had this tweet? And he was, you know, with lack of better terms, he was basically was like, well, I was a, I was a little right. kid. I don't feel that way yeah. today. I'm like, hey, my, you tweeted my it. Team, my teammates know I'm <laughs> yeah, a good guy. You know, my teammates know I like black people. Yeah. But those are your teammates. Yeah. Now the world is judging you. You know what I'm saying? Now this new level exactly. is going to judge you. These grown exactly. men now. You about to walk into a locker room with grown men. They they want to see what they exactly. word about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna take them take them around the back right. of the building. <laughs> yeah, man, it's so true. And I I find myself constantly um, telling my kids, especially my son, Landon, that's just on TV. Yeah. Don't think you're gonna go out here and be uh, Batman for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And start kicking people <laughs> right. in the back of the head. It's TV. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you got to do that. Start instilling that stuff in them as early as possible, yeah. man. But, um, but yeah. So, they locked up your boy. Who that? Uh, 
Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about it? Where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we got to see what kind of time he get. You know what I'm saying? But there you go. I honestly, okay. It's just to me, it just doesn't. It don't seem like it d- d- did anything. You know, and I guess it's, I guess it's a step in the right direction, <laughs> if you want to say. But it just seems like. Cause right the, the same day he got the, the the guilty shit is when the officer came and shot the the, the girl on the mm-hmm. same day. It's just like mm-hmm. it, it's I don't I don't know what's enough. It just it don't seem like that mm-hmm. punishment is is speaking. Something drastic has to happen for these cops to start thinking. And I don't think this one incident is enough. It's I don't think it's going to do anything. And I just don't know. So. I got a question. By him being convicted, um, and I, I haven't heard many people ask this, by him being convicted on all counts or whatever, or found guilty on all counts. Which he should have been. Right. Yeah. Well, should have been a trial. How, he was guilty as yeah, hell. Yeah. How does that affect, though, his time served, his pension, blah, 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 blah. Like, does he lose that as well? Or do he still get that? Does anybody know? Scott, you know? I don't want to talk out of school. I, I believe he may still get it. I'm not a thousand percent sure. I believe he may still get it because one of the things that's that's coming up, um, well, that they're talking about in the uh, George Floyd um, police brutality bill is to get rid of qualified immunity to allow people to go after the police officers' pensions and retirements and things like that. So um, if I'm incorrect on this, separate the two universe, please drop a comment and, and, and correct me. But I believe he may still get it. See, and, it's, it- See, and that's, that's my issue. Right. My issue is, and going back to what Greg said, somebody at some point need to be made an example right. of. Because they make an example out of our asses right. quick. quick. You know what I'm saying? There has to be some real consequence. Because I'm going to go on a limb and say this, and I know this might sound crazy to some, and it might not sound so crazy to others. How do we even know that these officers really go to See, jail? and that's what I was about to say, John, at like when it came to the pension thing. I, I would be on the, I would say no if, you know what I'm saying, just guessing. Because all these uh, fucking uh, Police joints, I can't even come up with the word now, but you know what I'm saying? Like all these stations and factions, they back their officers. So it's like they don't you don't never see one be like, Oh, you was wrong, or we gonna you know so they they back them. So I don't Well they they did they did in this trial. This this might have been the first time we seen other police officers come out and talk. Yeah, but that's I mean that's that's little to officer. none. You know, if the if the main organization yeah, is saying absolutely. you did no absolutely. wrong, you did it by the book, it shouldn't even have been a trial. So I don't feel like he'll he'll be his past this he'll definitely probably keep his pension they probably looking out for his family because they feel like it's us against them when it shouldn't be mm. a war between man. law enforcement and human beings y'all yeah, y'all are terrible. here to protect us it's not you, you don't have to feel like it's us against them you know what i'm saying like you, we look up to y'all to protect us you know what i'm saying yeah there's some bad apples and you should let those bad apples be bad apples not justifying it and I think that's what people go wrong. You know, you when you try, just say you're wrong. You know, you won't need no justification. We don't need no backing. Yeah. Just be like, okay, he was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get him out of here. We're going to move on. But if you keep saying, nah, oh, police lives matter and all this blue lives matter, 
you're justifying, you know what I'm saying, or you're babying this person to make it seem like it's okay when it's not. Yeah. How do you, I just don't understand how a darker skin can can make someone feel like we don't deserve shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we human, we we bleed the same, we're born the same. You know what I'm saying? But they they see us like, uh, you know what I'm saying? We they don't matter. We can take them out. And that's that's a fucked up mindset. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying that's to get too mental too, illness. It's it's it fucked no up, sense. bro. Like it's it's yeah. like I've it's a lot of things that we should be afraid of in this world. You know what I'm saying? You got motherfuckers join the military, they go out to battle, you know what I'm saying? You got you got people, you got pilots that fly, you know, shit like you got a lot of things that that can make you afraid. But being pulled over should not pump fear into your heart. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Being pulled over is probably the scariest thing. And not saying you get a ticket. No, that it's being pulled over is the scariest thing for us right now. And that's fucked up. It's been for me. It's just always been. (laughs) Like I was. I mean, before I was more so worried about you know tickets. I was never worried about. But now, bro, anytime it's like you tense up. It's like oh shit, he he behind me. You know what I'm saying? Like what what is on his mind today? Oh, because yep. of the color of your skin. And I seen a video yep. the other day where the, the black guy was standing outside the apartment building waiting on his friend. Mm-hmm. And the white guy came up, you know what I'm saying? Of course, he was like, oh, what are you doing here? You don't live here, this and that. He's like, I'm going to call the police. And the black guy was recording. He's like, go ahead and call the police. And this dude's son, I think it was nine years old, the little, the white dude's son is begging his father to not call the police. Please don't call. He's begging, he's crying. He's like, Dad, just please don't, you know. And the father's like, I ain't paying you no mind. He he's steadily calling the police. But a nine year old got more sense than you. A nine year old can and see that 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 this is gonna go bad. But you don't you don't see this as a grown adult. And then even when the friend got there, the little boy was like, Look, Dad, see he was telling the truth. The friend's right there, like, come on, let's just leave. And the father like, Nope, I'm still gonna sit here. Now what if the police would have came and shot the man? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's going to be, and I hate to say this, it's going to have to be these next generations coming. Because I don't see no hope for today. And I don't see no hope for a long time. It's a sad it's, state of affairs, brother. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, <laughs> how, long, how long have we been battling this same shit? Since forever. forever. It's forever, man. But and, I, and, and like you said, the, the next generation, I, it's again, I don't feel like none of this is going to change until an example is made out of police officers. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it may come, because 100%. I feel like all police officers, not all, what, majority of police officers, use that badge and that gun to kind of make themselves feel like men because they didn't have this before. You know what I'm saying? They probably less than in, in school. They probably might, maybe got picked on or whatever. They just wasn't, you know. They didn't feel tough, and it's like I, I, I gotta. I put this badge on now. I, I can tell you what the fuck to do, and that's the wrong mindset to have. You picked this job exactly, but it it goes back. It goes back to what I was saying about my kids. Look at the people that put these, uh, or or I should say, the people that are against the change, and the people that feel that the cops are just doing their jobs. Most of them are people that operate above the frame. There's a even even amongst black even amongst black folk. You have a group of uh, what's the girl? Candace Owens is a perfect example of this. 
When you feel like you're operating above the fray, you don't you don't see the need and feel it like the folk at the bottom. Which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Because you don't hear about you don't hear about kids that come from wealthy families being accidentally shot by the police. Right. That, don't that don't happen. happen. That don't happen. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You ahead. brothers are hitting on some some very powerful stuff. And to take it back to what Greg said a little while ago, a system of oppression based off race makes no sense None. whatsoever. It never no. made any logical sense. To say I am going to treat you less than because of the color of your skin is absolutely ridiculous. And mm -hmm. if you really think about it, the system of racism, white supremacy is really based off one single principle. I'm white and I say so. That's it. You are less than because I'm white and I say so. You you're mm -hmm. you are animalistic. You are not human. You are not intelligent. You cannot govern mm -hmm. yourself. You cannot work for yourself. You cannot develop your own communities. You cannot make any laws because I'm white and I say so. All mm -hmm. I have to treat you worse than i treat anybody else i have to treat you like an animal i have to brutalize you i have to pull my gun mm -hmm. on you on a routine traffic stop right. and blow your head off if you reach for your wallet because i'm white and i say so that's really mm -hmm. all it's based off of while we're yeah. there the minnesota public employees retirement association confirmed that in spite of Derek chauvin being convicted on all charges he is still eligible for his pension Same. and all his retirement benefits so he is that still eligible to get all no that. No fucking sense. No sense. And I will say this: it has been in conditioned within the policing system in America for over the last, I would say, two hundred years that it is okay to use deadly force against a black person and get away with it. Mm -hmm. It's been ingrained mm -hmm. in the policing system in America so much mm -hmm. that police officers know this is a routine part of the job. Right. You could pull yep. your weapon and shoot a black person and get away with it, and nobody gives yep. a damn. Somebody That's why have everybody my was so shocked. Yep. Yes, the police union is going to have your back. The captain's going to have your back. The governor, all the white politicians, all the white people, they're going to cover for you. That's yep. why, in spite of Derek Chauvin being guilty as hell, you still had a lot of people that was on pins and needles right. when they were reading that verdict. Now, we still mm -hmm. have to wait till he gets sentenced to make sure he doesn't get a light sentence right. because... They could still take it easy on exactly. it. I will say this case having so much media attention worldwide, I think that in spite of him being guilty, guilty as hell, that also put a lot of extra pressure on the courts and the jurors to say, look, we can't let this one slide. Right. Everybody mm -hmm. saw the knee on his neck. Nobody's buying the... Look, it was so, such a blatant murder, he didn't even have a good defense. Right. Nope. His whole defense was <laughs> nope. he died of hypertension. Right. First they said he died of hypertension. Then, then he yeah. said they died because he was high. And then they said he died He died because of carbon monoxide poison. Right. You know, they threw right. him on the ground and his head was next to the muffler. Right. They said he died from everything except, except for the, the knee. knee on his neck exactly. for nine minutes and 30 seconds. Which everybody, which nobody was buying that. Yeah. So it was like they, they couldn't even come up with a good you know, defense for this guy. But that's <laughs> so just, yeah. he was no. obviously guilty. But that's just like the same yeah. Bamas who, when shit happened, it's like, oh, well, he had a criminal background, or oh, look here, he posted uh, uh, on Instagram a gun. Just, again, that's justifying because when this traffic stop or whatever happened, these cops had no knowledge of that. 
You know what I'm saying? Like to mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. reason why they killed him. No, it's not the reason why they killed yep. him. You know what I'm saying? That does not justify a, a, a post from two years ago holding a gun. When when you walk up on me, you don't have that post in your hand. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's just yep. what I seen the other day, and it, 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 it pissed me off too, so bad. A bumper sticker. Uh, somebody was leaving a job. I think it was a customer or something. I hope it was a customer. And on the back of the, the truck, it said, Police Lives Matter. And it just pissed me off so much because I'm like, y- y'all are missing the point. <laughs> like, you are solely even, missing even, the point. The all lives matter, the blue lives. Like, y'all are missing the point. It's like, you got to challenge everything. It's a, it's a deflection. Yeah, it's a, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you can't. It's a deflection. You can watch somebody get murdered. You know, for a traffic stop or 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 any reason, you know, all these reasons we mm-hmm. didn't got killed behind because you it's it's tons of things we can't do, and you sit there and mm-hmm. justify it. That's sick. And listen, and listen, it's 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 definitely mental illness. And yes, police lives matter. Right. But guess what? How often do we hear about a police None. officer die? <laughs> the police officers don't die. So what the fuck are we talking right. about? And it's here's the other weird. thing. Here's the other thing. Nobody said that shit when they was talking about stopping Asian hate crimes mm-hmm. and Asian people. Nobody came out and said all lives nope. matter. Uh, white white domestic terrorist lives right. matter. None of, None that. of that. It's only when you kill a black person yeah. that everybody lives yeah. matter. But everybody, it, I'm so tired of the bullshit, yo. Yeah. I'm so tired. Of it, the it's because it's like every, and 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 I said that about the the Asian thing. And again, you know. Uh, us as black people, we have compassion for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because we've been mm-hmm. down. We 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 continue to be down. Mm-hmm. We continue to get kicked. So we sympathize with everybody. Mm-hmm. But people continuously like like the Asian stuff or the gay stuff or whatever. Like they'll back that so bad just to push black people even further behind. It's like okay, we yeah. we have a reason to say Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying to us? They're like, no, nah, you don't. Oh, look look what the Asians are going through over here. No, Asians should, should be pumped up. It's like everybody gets. Full national attention, but us. It's like, nah, y'all don't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just, it yeah. just baffles me that it's because of the color of our skin. <laughs> we That's ain't aliens. We ain't even foreign. Just like, <laughs> just like these these white boys can go out here and shoot up supermarkets and shoot up movie theaters and shoot up concerts and kill multiple people and get taken the into custody right. with, with no scratch. problems without a scratch. That right there, and I, I'm to the point where I feel like they do the shit on purpose, just right. another way to say, "Fuck you, black people." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just it's just tiring. Right. It's it's to, tiring. And to try to justify <laughs> it, like like cops don't have restraint. Like you see restraint all the time when it comes to oh, absolutely. Uh, when it comes to the whites, you know what I'm saying? You see, you just seen the axe being swung at the police. You just seen guns being drawn on police. You just seen police get jumped in the in the parking lot and not one shot get fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Not one. And that's that's why it's so important for us as a community as adults. To smarten up, wisen up, and like Scott said, start showing enough love and respect to one another that we can handle our own affairs. Yeah. Because when you call the police, it's it, it's a toss up. It's a toss up as to what. I watched a video where a couple, a black couple, had went to meet with this white guy in regards of renting a food truck or something from him, mm. or a rest, yes. a space yeah. to do a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the guy pulls a gun on them. Yep. The 
the husband, the husband or boyfriend, whatever he was, black guy jumps up and grabs the guy and keeps the guy from being able to fire his gun while his girlfriend or wife black goes and call the police. The sad, the sad part about this was she had to constantly say to the operator when the cops arrived, constantly, constantly. say to the cops arriving, I'm the black man that's in there that is the right. one. Is trying to keep yeah. the guy from shooting the yeah. gun. Do not shoot the black right. guy. He Man. is the innocent one, and, and that's the that's the length you gotta go to to you have to prevent or he'd have try to, to prevent. Yeah. yeah, because when the cops pull up, all they know is oh yeah, it's time to yeah. shoot somebody, and we don't care who it is. And, it, and it's crazy saying? too because I know the and I know we we really ain't get the full story or or figured out what was going on in the joint in Virginia, but just a small piece of that. The dude was on the house phone, and this nigga house phone had range like a motherfucker because he walking down the street on the house phone. He's talking to the nine one one operator or whatever, and she's telling him, you know, what I'm saying the cops are coming. Put your hands up. You know what I'm saying? But he's on the he's on the house phone and she's telling him, put your hands up. The cops are coming, just put your hands up, which is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But she's telling him to put the hand up with the phone, and then the cop is 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 coming approaching him, think he got a gun because it's dark and he got the phone in his hand. You know what I'm saying? Like you in the lose lose, like what you know, you telling me to put my hands up, I do it, but he see a, a object in my hand and he think I got a gun to my head and he shoots me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. just there's mm-hmm. no cops just pull up with the with the attitude that I can do whatever I want when it comes to black. I ain't got to yeah. talk. I ain't got to ask questions. I ain't got to figure shit out. I can fire on your ass. Yeah. yeah. Because so long they've been getting away with it and lying. Yeah. Let's, let's not forget True. when George Floyd was first killed. The day George Floyd was killed, the official statement from the Minnesota Police Department was they showed up. He was resisting arrest. Mm-hmm. They put him in handcuffs. He went into cardiac arrest. They called the ambulance. The ambulance came, and he died on the way to the hospital. Yep. That was their official statement. They didn't yep. say nothing about the knee on his neck. <laughs> they didn't say nothing about yep. throwing him down. They didn't say anything about that. They said they arrested him. He had a heart attack. They called the right. ambulance. Down on the way to the hospital. That's what happened. So, I'm, if, I, I'm go ahead. I'm sorry. So, if the young lady and I forget her name didn't film right. what actually happened, we would have never known. No. So my question is, how, how many, many more George Floyds have there been? And I'm not even talking about the last 50, 100, 200 years. I'm talking about the last five years. Right. How yep. many George <laughs> Floyds have there been? And the cops, mm-hmm. when nobody was filming, right. cops did anything they want and just lied. And you because will never know. That's a pre-social damn media. Near, yeah, damn near every report of all these incidents, damn near every single one was a lie. <laughs> Everyone it was a lie. So they you know, know they're in the wrong because they're yep. lying to cover yep. their to cover their tracks. It take Absolutely. it take a Absolutely. it take a fucked up individual to to hold a knee in somebody's neck for nine minutes, bro. Even after everyone is out there, even you're being watched. Like that's some low level shit right there. You ain't even like all right, let Put me his hands in right. his pocket. You ain't even say, all right, let me get up real quick. It's been three minutes, you know what I'm saying? I made my point. No, you kept it there like fuck mm-hmm. y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. That's crazy. And, I, and I'm still of the belief that this Bama ain't going to spend a day in jail for yeah. real. He going to get convicted. He going to get sentenced and still ain't yeah, going to spend a day I in jail. I ain't holding my breath. Hey, you, yeah. And while we on it, um, the girl that killed uh, uh, my man in the apartment. Walked into the wrong joint. Amber Geiger. Yeah. Amber Geiger. Officer just, Amber Geiger down in Texas. She just got, uh, she's going to be able to go and appeal her situation 
And based on what they're trying to change the charge to, she pretty much about to get out of jail. She about to get out. And that's probably what they're going to do with cuz. It's going to be, all right, we, we, we gave y'all something. We gave y'all a conviction. Y'all are happy, they're right? They're going to wait a couple years yeah. and, give, and let them get an appeal. I feel like when they walk, when they put them in handcuffs and they walk them through that door, they slip right out the back and they go home. I don't think, th- I don't think, th- I'm serious. I don't think them cops go to jail, man. It, in order for, in order for you to make me believe right. that these cops are actually going to jail, I need an inmate yeah. to call me and be like, yeah, that bad right. is in but here even, every day. Even, like, say, they, let's say they do go to jail. If these cops, you know, it's correctional officers in there, they're not going to let shit happen to you. You're going to have the best time in your life. He's going to be fine. He's not going to go into general population no. because he's a former police officer. They're going to take care of he him. Gonna he, he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's going to be up there in the motherfucking warden's office every day. Like, we used to sit in Kathy's joint back in Target. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That man will have his feet up every day, eating whatever he want. You know what I'm saying? That ain't about to suffer. Yeah, he'll put up a GoFundMe and get a few million dollars Easily. within the next three or four years. And by crazy, the time he man. get out, he'll be a million, he'll be a millionaire. Because I don't That's think he, I don't think he'll do more than five years in prison. Yeah. Even if he gets even if he gets even if he gets sentenced to fifteen or eighteen, I don't think he'll do any more than five. Yeah. I, because well, you know, in the in the in the state system, you don't even have to do fifty percent of your time before you're eligible for parole. And who gonna deny and him parole? Is, <laughs> Come on. And this right. is his first charge, so he's eligible to get the minimum because he's never wow. had a record before. Wow. Well, they did say, um, I did read somewhere there's another case that's about to come up on him that they're they're repulling they're pulling it back out. Oh, because good. Oh, he that's had good for him. A, yeah, they he had another incident where he um he beat a boy almost half to death. And God damn. They're bringing yeah, they bringing that back up now since he got this conviction. They saying, let's put this back on the table. So I did read that somewhere. Um, and while we order, before we close out, is there any update on the Rittenhouse boy? As far as I know, he's, he's still... Uh he still he still has to stand trial. He, he he's never um his, his court date hasn't hasn't came up yet. Oh okay. okay. They found out where he was because you know they had lost track of him for a second. Uh, <laughs> they found okay. out where he was, but uh, he hasn't he hasn't gone to court yet. Yeah, they literally he literally disappeared off the scene. <laughs> but wow. they but they found him. <laughs> wow. That's another interesting one that I'm waiting to see uh what's what's the outcome of that's going to be. Crazy. But, um Man, a lot of sad stuff, but I think that was a really good conversation mm-hmm. and um yeah, man. Always a good time. Gonna, yeah, always a good time. Scott, we as always, brother, we appreciate when you come and you hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. I really appreciate it. Once again, everybody follow me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. You can cl- click on the link tray in my bio to get access to my podcast and all three of my books I have available on Amazon. And I'd like to tell the family, let's not get too overzealous let's not party and celebrate too hard because of this Derek Chauvin conviction because since since then we've had the incident with the young sister in Ohio we've had the incident with the with the young uh, high school man down in Tennessee that was shot and killed in the bathroom we've had the incident in Elizabeth County North Carolina where just today they issued a citywide state of emergency yeah. because they are going to release the body cam footage to the family today. Then they say he so, got shot in the back, right? 
that's what I've heard. I have not seen the footage yet, but yes, he got shot during the execution of a search warrant. So before they even released the body cam footage, they uh, the city declared a state of emergency because they anticipate the black folks are going to act a fool. So I, I I would assume that this body cam footage is not good. And that joint, in and the, I believe that joint in the bathroom was wild too because they said the 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 mom or somebody called because she didn't like the 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 boyfriend dating the the daughter. I, I do know that. It's, it's a black. It was a black boy in Tennessee. His girlfriend is biracial. Her mother is white. For some reason, I don't have all the specifics. She called the police, and when she called the police, she said that the boy is known to carry a nine millimeter handgun. About five police officers went into the high school. They found out the boy was in the bathroom. They went into the bathroom. Went into the bathroom stall. Shot and killed this kid. Now, at first, they said that the kid shot them, and they shot back in retaliation. <laughs> but it has been proven. That one of the officers shot himself. His gun went off Damn. and he actually shot himself. So he, and when his gun went off, he shot himself. They shot and killed this kid. Now think about Damn. this: five officers plus one high schooler, all in a bathroom stall. You know how mm-hmm. small a bathroom small. stall yep. is. Mm-hmm. So you got you mean they can't yank that young man out that right. bathroom stall and handcuff him and do what they got to do? You got five officers in there in a bathroom stall, six people in the bathroom stall, and the cop shoot himself. Right. And then mm-hmm. they shot and killed this young man, and blame, they lie and blame it on him. So mm-hmm. now it came out that that wasn't the case. So like I said, we are done with just anytime there is a police shooting, especially a police shooting involving a black person, you cannot take their word for Definitely it. Not. This yep. has to be investigated every mm-hmm. last detail. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> and and I want to I want to say this in closing. It's we talking about black folk because we black. Right. But it's not just a problem in the black community. It's a problem, period. Yeah, it's a problem, period. Police, police are an issue in America. Point blank, period. And, and go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I think, and I think this is what the, the people just, just try to understand. You know what I'm saying? We understand, you know, we got black on black crime. We understand. The word the word is empathy. Yeah, we we understand people lack empathy. Right. That means put your put your feet in the shoes of somebody else. Or not even empathy. that. Let's just, just so again, let's just be realistic. You know what I'm saying? No, it is that. Yeah. It is that. Because if a police if police if black police officers stop plucking off white right. boys, this then should be would change in an instant, and it's crazy because, like I said, they always justify by the the backgrounds and the and the, this is the compliance and all that. But people, let's use ration for a second. Like you got all these unarmed black people getting killed for whatever reason, but you got these domestic terrorists who are who are shooting multiple people at one time and getting taken in handcuffs. That right there should be a problem. Not one of these black people that's been killed has posed any kind of threat. Even if they did have a gun, no shots were fired, no guns was pulled. These but these other these white people can walk around killing multiples and they're taken in handcuffs. If you don't see a problem in that, like unless 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 for the fact for the fact of the matter, for the fact of the matter, once again. Black folk know not to do certain things no. with the police. Now we're gonna we're gonna talk shit. That's right. <laughs> we're gonna call you a pig. Right. We might even tell you, shut the fuck up. But we ain't gonna pull no gun no. on you. Unless we ready to die. If a 
Yeah, if you see a black person pull a gun if and not only pull a gun on a cop, he ready to right. die, but fire a gun on a cop, he wanna die. Right. He ready for whatever's gonna come with that. Outside of that, but that that's the same thing goes for white, Hispanic, whoever. When they everybody know you don't pull right. a gun on the police. And and my question to all these people that's in this full support of the police mm-hmm. department, I get it. But in how many of these incidents where an officer thought, right, thought the person had a gun, was it actually a exactly. gun? It's it almost never and, happens. And, and to to make it to bring it back <laughs> full circle, all these people that you calling thugs and criminal backgrounds and and posting guns on Instagram. If these people are as bad as you saying they was, why didn't they pull a gun on the officer? <laughs> why yep. didn't they? Yep. Yep. Think about it. Yep. yep. That's a fact, man. And I just want food for thought. I would just want to leave the audience to think with this. We've talked about guns a lot. America is the gun country. Facts. Mm-hmm. There are quite a few states in America where you can legally walk around with a gun on your hip. On it. Facts. I just spent back in August. I spent three weeks in Texas. My wife is born and raised in Texas. In Texas, you go everybody walk around with a gun legally. Facts. Crazy. You can walk around with a gun strapped to your steering wheel. And so, they just and they just passed that you can get a gun and don't need a license. Crazy. A lot of these, not a lot, but we have quite a few states in this country which are open carry states. So I'm tired of hearing the excuse I shot him because he had a gun. Well, did did, right. did he have a permit? That was illegally carrying What was going on Because exactly. just he had a gun It's not an excuse no more Because let me tell you something One thing I noticed When I was in Texas All these white people got guns <laughs> Big ones On their hip Old ladies in the Home Depot With a 45 On her hip She's showing it to you <laughs> And nobody's running up And nobody, nobody's shooting them Just and because if, And again If these niggas are as bad As y'all make them to be Then there would be a shootout <laughs> There are no shootouts there's no shootouts. There's no shootouts. There's no cops getting shot. There's no cops getting grazed. None of that. Only time you hear about a cop get shot is when he shoots. Right. It's the Separation <laughs> Two Podcast. I'm your boy O King Johnny O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny with my co-host. <laughs> you and your stepchild team. <laughs> Laughing, giggling, smiling, and joking. Go G Deck, and we have a special guest. One more time, Scotty. Scott, host of the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Everybody follow me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. Hey, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Right. Y'all crazy, man. It's the truth. You don't hear about no cop getting shot unless they unless they cheddar bar. Oh man. Introduce themselves one at a time. So I'm saying, how you doing? So Jasmine say, I was laughing, but there was more in store. I saw him get up, start walking towards the front door. I rode to guard and walked right behind him. So wherever they go, it won't be hard to find him. I keep a guard you now. I thought I better. Plus, I kept it stashed deep inside the eight-pound lever. Open doors, valet was on the ready At the end, Jasmine is gonna wish she never met me We're all two cars speeding deep in the night I'm doing 30 on a straightaway, 60 on the turnpike for Jasmine I got Jasmine on my mind Ain't nothing changed but the weather Still chasing them suckers in the 86 Jetta Thinking different thoughts 
Still not understanding how seven people got in that fucking Volkswagen. Enough of that, God, back to the chase. Yo, man, you should have seen the ruckus look on my face. Slowing down, cruising on a cool out mode.